Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurett. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Uncensored everything Southwest Florida and beyond, and we're finally back. Uh, we had a little break. It has been good. We have an outstanding guest on uh, the web, uh, or actually the webcast, the podcast, and uh, <laughs> it's Shannon Livingston. Everybody knows her from around town, and uh, show you how long I've been out from doing this. I'm, I'm calling them webcast now, so I'm, I'm so excited about the future. How are you doing, Shannon? Can you hear me? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I love that you call me outstanding. You you are outstanding. It's it's always entertaining, good discussion, always fun. And and so I, I guess one of the things is first off, happy new year. Happy new year. Thank you. Happy new year to you. Yeah, yeah. So now did it magically change for you? Like everybody was like, oh, 2021, everything's gonna be great. So like January first, everything's been cool for you, or how's that going? I, it it actually has been good so far. Knock on wood, it's been good. I can't complain. Everything everything seems to be good. I, I don't know if it was like a drastic change, but I'm gonna try to get into 2021 just a little bit easy, and then as it goes, we'll we'll try to build on the good things. Like low expectations. Well, I, yeah, you know, I got. Yeah, I think if you start out low, it's good because <laughs> you got nothing. After, I mean, after last year, I mean, if we think about that, I mean, after last year, I, you know, there's, there was a lot of bad things last year, but I, there was some good things. I, I sat down the other day and I was just thinking about all the good things that came. Um, there was just a lot of challenges, I guess, last year. And if we can make it through what we did last year, even a percentage of it, we're going to have a good uh, 2021. I, I think we're good. Yeah. Well, I think it was particularly difficult for certain industries, and you are in two of those industries that were super busy. So you must be exhausted. Yeah, so on the law enforcement side, it's, it's definitely some challenges. Uh, we're kind of getting spread a little bit thin throughout the county, but our men and women always rise to the occasion. I mean, it's, it's great. We always find ways to make things do and get things done. On the real estate side, it was really odd. It, it kind of took a little bit of a tumble at the beginning of it. And now, now, everybody wants a house in Florida. I mean, it's it's crazy. And we, we have no inventory. I, I don't know if you're you're up on that. I know you do real estate as well. But yeah. I, th- I, I think we normally average about 6,500 houses in the inventory. And I think we're down to like 3,600. Yeah, it is absolutely crazy. Um, and it's definitely a buyer's market or a seller's market. It's buyers and sellers, right? Yeah, I mean... Like, everybody is getting into Florida, I think, because um, three reasons that I've seen. One, all the political reasons, and we have a different climate here. Right. Two, people were a little more introspective, um, and they. I think a lot of people are like, why am I waiting until I'm 60 to move to Florida, right? I don't want to keep shoveling my my driveway or whatever. Um, And... Three, I don't know. I forgot. I lost my train of thought. But there is a third. I'll think of it as you keep talking and pop in there. Well, again, like you said, you know, Florida, the interest rates are low. So that makes it like a, a good opportunity for the buyers. 
And the yeah. sellers, the sellers are like, "Hey, I can get top dollar for my house. I mean, I, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try this out. I just had a listing. Actually, I go out and meet with them on on Saturday, and they're like, "Listen, I'm going to move in with my parents for a couple years. Let's <laughs> see. Oh, it's just... I, I thought of the third. This is how my brain works. So, um, third, there were a lot of people, people that I know, even that did move in with their parents for a while, but that lived in, let's say, San Francisco or New York or whatever for their job. And then once they went remote and they were able to live in the hills of Tennessee or Florida or whatever, we saw a lot of people being able to relocate to Florida. So there we go. I lost my train of thought, but I finished with something super smart. That always on it. Well, another, <laughs> another thing too, the interesting thing with that is, you know, it's expensive to buy a house here, but our taxes are very mm-hmm. low compared to everybody else's. Well, most everybody, you know, New York City, bigger bigger cities. I mean, they're paying $25,000 a year for a normal house for taxes where I'm paying, you know, a nice house. I'm paying about 3200 so that, that's like a right. huge difference. And I do pay an HOA where I live. It's not required in, in a lot of houses around here, but in a lot of them it is. But they, they're willing to pay that because it's not even near as much as it would be if they were paying the taxes. So it's, it's a lot of benefits, and it's a and good place. And in Florida, we still are kind of free-roaming. You know, when I go to California, uh, you try to go to the beach, and everybody is just on top of each other. And so I think, you know, people want to be here for that reason as well. So we'll be on top of each other soon because everybody will be moving to Florida. Yeah, no doubt. Do, do you think we're insulated in Florida from some of the other problems that uh, we're seeing in different parts of the country, especially up north? I, it seems weird because I, I know Naples, people are at the stores buying stuff. People are buying cars, houses. I mean, I'm just seeing people buying everything. Do you think we're a little bit insulated compared to the rest of the country? Um, I think the, the amount of wealth certainly does because people are able to purchase things rather than finance them. Right. And I've also had this conversation about, you know, the housing bubble. Are we looking at another bubble because of the success of the housing market recently? And I keep hearing no, because we're not seeing inflated prices and we're not seeing crazy shady financing. People are able to pay for these things. And, you know, the pricing, while it, it's flying off the shelves and people may be getting over asking, um, you know, it's not what we saw 10, 15 years ago where it was just complete BS. Yeah, and I agree. And, and every day the sun shines in Florida and it's 75 degrees, there's going to be people that are going to move here. And so it's just, right, we're just right. very lucky, nice restaurants. And plus, it's not only Florida, it's Naples, Florida, Southwest Florida. This place is, without a doubt, very special. So we're very I love fortunate. Naples because, like, all of the people that you expect to look fancy, the super, super wealthy, are in flip flops and like ratty shorts, and and you have no idea, right? They're just going <laughs> fishing, and so I I like that. Like, you never know who you're talking to, and it just doesn't seem to matter because there is such wealth. It's almost an equalizer for the rest of us. Like, we can't compete. So, all right. It's not like in the Midwest where, you know, who has the nicer Honda? It's just, it's different here. Oh, there's no doubt. You drive a really nice car in Naples, Florida, nobody even cares or looks at you. It's like, <laughs> right? unless you're driving like something really, you know, really 
outstanding. But, you know, I've, I've got a pretty nice car, and then, you know, nobody looks at it. If I were to drive that car back at my hometown, it'd be like, whoa, look at Jared. He's got a nice car here. They're like, is that what you got? That's it? You know, it's crazy. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, back home, I would come out, and people would be taking their picture with my car. And, you know, here, they're like, yeah, thanks for keeping up. Barely. Not really. <laughs> no, but that's good. So let me ask you this. Let's go backwards a little bit. Let's go into 2020. Christmas. Now, did you, you know, get anything really cool this year? Did you just kind of lay low or did you ask for anything or, you know, tell so, us about that. You know, my son is grown. Um, he is, oh my gosh, how old is my kid? He's 26. And it's really stressful for him to buy gifts and dress up and, and do all of the traditional things that we used to do that he used to like. So, like, now he's a cranky old man. Right. And I just don't um, – and he's kind of always been that way. He's just, his soul has always been, like, 87. <laughs> um, but I, I swear, always. And he's, he's a regulator. He definitely – we have role reversal, and he's much more responsible than I am. Um, but he, he does get stressed out. You know, he works really hard. He's an essential employee and, um, he's been working so the whole year. And so he just wanted to chill and we're very fortunate that we don't really need anything. And so we didn't do presents. So really the only present that I got was from my hairstylist. And that, I think, was like, you know, a way to get a bigger tip out of me. Of course. <laughs> He's brilliant. He's like, oh, here's your Saks Avenue box, right? Like, if you're, you're such a valued uh, client. I almost said patient. Uh, you're such a, a, a valued client. And I'm looking at this thing like, shit, now I have to Google how much this expensive lipstick is. And it's Saks Avenue. And so the tip just went way up. And I didn't bring a card. And do I do a tip on top of the Christmas bonus, like, how do I handle this? And um, it was a mess, but I got through it. So that was my only Christmas gift, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I, I'm okay with that. I, I really am. Yeah, you know, we when we were younger, we used to get, like, one big gift, and then we get a bunch of other stuff, you know, so it was kind of cool, but... You know, kind of the way my family's set up now is everybody tells each other what they want, and they actually wrap right. that shit up underneath a tree. I'm like, you got, what, what the Isn't that a waste? I'm like, like so, what the hell's up with that? Right. So what I wanted to do, I tried to do fun things before where, like, one year we all chose a nonprofit that we really liked, and you had to um, put it into the hat, and then everybody would draw. And whatever nonprofit you drew, you had to make a donation to that nonprofit in the name of the person as a gift, and you had to learn about it, whatever they did. Mm -hmm. um, you know, right? So you learned about horses, or maybe horses weren't your thing, or, or whatever. So I, of course, was the only person that actually carried carried it through, followed through with it, and did it. That's right. okay. We all felt like great people on Christmas morning, right? And so that's really all that matters. But backing it up, who cares? Yeah, no, that's uh, good. But so... Um, another thing that, that I wanted to do this year was a thrift store Christmas where I told Joe, my son, you know, let's do two gifts for each other where one is the best thing you can find in the thrift store and the second one is the worst thing you can find in the thrift <laughs> store. So that, you know, it kind of like you have something to unwrap and it's right, fun, right. but you're not breaking the bank and um, you don't have to, you know, go from store to store. And all the money goes to a good cause, right? They have programs that they support whenever you go in there and buy your little top piece. So that was too stressful for him. 
he didn't get it, didn't want to do it. Um, so I had to abandon that as well. But he's a cranky old man. I can't do anything fun. Well, next year we're going to do it. That's what we're going to do. Thrift store. Isn't that fun? I like it. I think it's great because you could get in there and get you, you know, it, it, it could get, get, get fun, I think. But I also do every year a dirty Santa party. And this year, um, with COVID, we had to have fewer than 10 people. And so we did. I mean, we had nine. And it was in a public place, and we were all very spread out. And um, I think it still freaked out some people to see it. And I, I understand that, right? Like, to each their own. But to me, it was important to do it, especially because my kid sucks, and there was no joy happening at home with him. So, um so Dirty Santa is just the... Yeah, tell me about elephant. this. you got to tell me about this. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the 10th year um, that we've done it. And you wrap up something from your house that you don't want. So it's an old lamp that doesn't work or it's, um, you know, a dog septic tank we had one year, a chandelier, whatever it is. We've had wonderful things that people love and then we've had just horrendous things. And because it's called Dirty Santa, we've had many inappropriate things. Um, so I started giving away trophies and prizes where oh, we nice. have one for, and people come in costume. So we have the best dressed male and female, the most creative gift brought, the um, worst gift won, because, you know, if you just win like a plastic turd and that's your gift, like I feel sorry for you. I want to give you a stocking with the like massage gift certificate. So, um, which I did, we had a, a nice hour massage gift certificate as one of the prizes. So it was nice to get together with a smaller group and, and kind of hang on to that tradition without, you know, making a big deal or, um, cause it's gotten really big. Like I had to start having it in a public place. I think, I think I need to get involved in that next year. So Dirty yeah, it's Santa, it's, it's legendary. Yeah. Yes, yes, we got to do that one. That's, and it's, it's, what's the 10th, is it next year the 10th annual or is next year the 11th? So next year will be the 11th ah, okay, annual because okay. we have to kind of count the sucky year. Yeah, 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 that's it, that's it. Well, I will say, I will tell you, I got a, Santa was pretty good. I got a, a nice uh, Apple Watch. I'm kind of like trying to figure out how to use it. It's kind of. It's kind of difficult because, like, the text messages will come up on my phone, and I keep looking at my watch, and everybody thinks I'm like in a rush. And you can't just you can't just like not look at it, and then you push the buttons, and then I'm just still trying to figure it out. But it, it is it is fun, and I like gadgets, so that's a good thing. But how can you see on that little screen? I can't. I really can't. What I do, <laughs> what I don't You're like, like. I think someone's calling me. <laughs> Well, what I don't like about it is when you re do a return text and you talk into it and it's not right, you go to try to fix it and it doesn't let you. I haven't figured it out how to do it. It automatically sends it. <laughs> so you get some really fucked up stuff that get, goes to people and they're like, they write back like, what the, what the frig is wrong with you? It's like all jacked mm -hmm. up. But I'm learning. I'm learning, <laughs> I'm learning how to do it. And then it's got all the different buttons. But I, I'm like a gadget guy. So I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. It's a great gift. And uh I, the thing about it is, is I don't wear jewelry, so there's a rubber band, and yeah. and it gets sweaty, and I got to figure out how to get it. You know, there's about fifty thousand different bands I can get, so I'm just gonna have to do a little research on that and figure all that out. Yeah, I couldn't do the Fitbit because of that. The band gave me a rash. Yeah, and I, rash is bad. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's that's not good. No, that's not good. So, my yeah. My was always, like, asking me what I was doing and what I was eating, and I just didn't. It got intrusive after a while. Yeah. I was happy to take it off. Well, I'm sitting on my ass, and it tells me to stand up and breathe and stuff. <laughs> I'm sitting there breathing. I'm, I'm trying to walk. I'm, like, I'm a mess at the end of the day. So, I'm, like, I'm, I'm tired out with this thing. But it's, it's fun. It's fun. I'm going to try to. So, that, that, that brings me into my next thing. I really want to talk about 2021, okay? We talked about 2020 a little bit, but 2021, is there any New Year's resolutions, things that you want to do or, you know, tell us yeah. you want to do? I, you know, I think I'm going to not be as sweet as I normally am. Um, probably toughen up a little bit because, yeah. you know, I just dislike people more and more every year. I don't know what it is. It's age. Um, it's age. Is it like I really I love humanity and I want to help them all. And then once I talk to them one on one or spend some time with them and learn about their character or whatever other thing I find to annoy me, I just I, I have really very low tolerance for, for people now. Um, but really my my serious not a resolution because it was before the new year, but I get more reflective over my birthday, I think, mm-hmm. than the mm-hmm. new year's. Um, but I really want to work on just stability. You know, I've had a great, interesting life, let's say, but it hasn't always been the most stable. And so, uh, which is also age, I'm at that stage of development. I'm growing up. And so <laughs> I need to be a little more responsible. Otherwise, uh, I'm going to be my kid's responsibility. And he's already told me that is not an option. Yeah. So, I think that's for me too, but I, the reason why I say age, because I will tell you that I'm at the point right now, I've got pretty much all the friends that I, that I like right now. Right. Right. Like no new friends. Yeah. It's not that I don't want to meet people, but I don't have to do anything different to try to be your friend. You know, if you don't like me, I don't care. And you know, if I don't like you, I don't care. I don't have the time and energy to spend with people that I really like. So I don't need to fake it with other people. <laughs> exactly. So it's almost to the point where, hey, if you don't like me, tough shit. And if I don't <laughs> yeah, like you, tough I'm shit. Honest. You know, yeah, you're on your own. <laughs> but I will tell you this is I, I've been trying to do this for about the last five or six years. I went to FBI Academy in 2013. Was it that long ago? Yeah, 2013. And I lost a bunch of weight and I felt pretty good. And over the last seven years, I guess, I've put back on the 20 pounds that I lost. So my goal is to, to get down about 20, 25 pounds between now and June. So I need all the help I can get. So anytime you can text me and remind me or come on the what a podcast. Yeah, like, hey, what the hell? How did, how did you even fit to you know up to the table? Please do you that. Me. No, you know, I, um, I want you to be healthier, but I have to be honest, I am kind of a, a chubby chaser. And so, like, I'm going to be split on the issue. Like, I'm going to really cheer for you to be in better health. But inside, I'm going to be like, God, he's getting so so much less attractive. He's frail. <laughs> he's frail. I don't want a frail chubby chaser. That's a good I don't want to yeah. be able to wrestle you. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be bad, you know. What do we do? What we got to do? So, yeah. So, now, something else is kind of interesting, as you know, in everybody's like scrambling for this vaccine i mean yeah i don't know if you know and i you probably heard one of the podcasts i had covid back in october and knock on wood i will tell you i got through it without anything it was a couple minor little things little aches and pains and stuff like that 
I got through it, so I'm kind of in a dilemma. If they came to me tomorrow and said, and I'm not going to, but if they came to me tomorrow and said, hey, I'm going to give you the vaccine, should I do that? In talking to my doctor, he said probably four to six to eight months, you should be good. Um, what's your thoughts on it? Oh, my gosh. So mixed because let's take the flu vaccine, for example, and I'm not comparing the, the you know flu to COVID. I'm just saying vaccine. That has been available, and it's not something – that I have wanted to take right. anytime I have taken any pharmaceuticals or, you know, put any type of, let's say, implants, anything man-made going into my body has caused problems. Right. And so that's just me. That's my system. However, you know, my mother is very excited to get the vaccine and I'm excited for her. And so I think it's just a case-by-case thing, and I'm really on the fence with it. My, my son and I were talking about it, and I said, you know, being in Florida where we're so open, um, we kind of forget that the rest of the country is not like that. Yeah. And, and we are, are fortunate that we have been healthy, but he is out every day working. I'm out every day working. And so, you know, are we being too casual about it? Are we, are we kidding ourselves? Because we know we have to be out working. So, you know, we're being responsible, but not fearful. And maybe should we be a little more fearful uh, and think about the vaccine? So I actually told him, you know, a couple of days ago, we had the, that exact conversation. And I said, just think about it. It's your decision. You're a grown man. But, um, you know, let's not just brush it off because, we're confident everything is going to be okay. And, you know, my son has had eight brain surgeries, and he has a double catheter shunt that goes directly into his brain. Mm. So mm. kind of a problem for him. If yeah. He, yeah. he said, oh, you know, I'm young. And, and I was like, well, I'm glad that you have forgotten that, you know, you actually do have some medical issues that would cause an issue. Uh, but he's supposed to get the flu vaccine because of that and doesn't. And, you know, there again, he's, he's a grown man. So whatever he chooses to do, that's what he does. And, and then I've got to figure out where I stand on it. So I really don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I think, you know, knock on wood, I got, I'm a fairly healthy person. And I think if I was a little bit older, there's no doubt I see the, the older folks, you know, rushing to get it, which are trying to get it. And, I, and like you said, your mom... God bless them. Go get it. You know, do it. Do what you you feel because if it gives you a day of comfort and a day of thought that things are going to be okay. That's good because you know we don't want that. But I think I'm going to wait. I'll probably like be last in line. You know, one of those things. If right. if, if I don't, it's like see- a video game, right? Yeah, yeah, like, you yeah. go ahead and buy that first. Yeah, let me watch you play it for a while, right, and then right. you know if Six nothing. Months gr- from now, when everything works, then I'll go buy one. <laughs> and nothing grows out of the side of your head that's not supposed to be there. I'll probably get it, but let's let's let you guys have it, and you know it's all good. But no, I, I mean I, I really think that you know the older folks that are fragile or people that have something. I mean it's 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 a shake of the dice, I'm sure. But you know the 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 downside is if you've got medical issues, this COVID stuff can be real real dangerous. You know, and some people have the medical issues and they and they get COVID and they go through it fine. But it's just I think it's just one of those things that it, it could could be bad. But I think if you're young and fairly healthy, the odds are better for you. you know? Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, they're doing a good job of directing traffic around it, so that's good. That's, that's a positive. I was driving down Livingston, and I see the big sign because they're doing the um, the vaccination, and they have appointments. Yeah, uh, they which did it good. good. Yeah. 
They so, nice. yeah, the Collier County is always very well-organized with things. Yeah, we try to plan um, ahead. Yeah, it helps. Yeah, and everybody communicates. And so I know that there's some disconnect sometimes at you know, the state level or, yeah. or whatever's going on. But I do feel like, um, you know, I, I just always feel fortunate to live here. Whatever happens, whether it's a you know, concert in the park or, or vaccination for the community, it, it's just nice to know that it's going to be done well. Yeah, first class all the way for the most part. Just a couple more. Yeah. I don't want to keep you on too long, but a couple things that I've noticed. I went up to Mercado the other night, and it's like the place is unfazed. I mean, it was, oh, it, yeah. was it was wide open. And I was talking to a couple people, and they go, I've never seen more people up in Cabo, Bern, Blue Martini, all these places. I mean, there's no doubt it's like a super spreader event if something goes down there. But people seem to be doing what they're doing. And the thing I like about it in a way is is – People are, you know, getting money. But when I when I look at it deeper, I'm kind of concerned that something bad could happen, I guess. Is, but, but you know, as, as far as the businesses, I hate to see when I drive down the road businesses that are out of business. You know, I, I don't well, even know, like, the movies and all these different things. I don't know what's going to happen to them. But And don't you think, really, I mean, let's look at the, the businesses that have had the most push behind them being open. It's really fueled by people wanting to get late because it's the bars, yeah. it's the gym, right? It's like the salon. Um, I mean, I had to throw churches in there into the argument so that, like, nobody would notice the focus. But, you know, restaurants, you can still get food to go when, like, that wasn't a big deal. They were like, oh, we have to have the bars open because I'm lonely. I've been locked in my house for six months. Yeah, and yeah. And that's, and that's what they're doing. Like, they're not at Cabo discussing their hopes and dreams, you know? Mm-hmm. They're um, they're not doing Bible study. And so I just think that that urge is, like, people have got to break out and get laid, apparently. <laughs> and you know what? People are willing to roll the dice. <laughs> they are. <laughs> right? Those I'm are the a... same people that are not using condoms. And so, <laughs> you know, if, if you want to go out to Mercado and be... Social, if that's what you want to call it, then that's up to you. <laughs> You're like, screw it. I'm, I'm, COVID's, COVID's nothing. I got this thing. I got this thing. But no, I, I just, you know, like I said, that's, 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 you know, some good insight. But I, I just really think, <laughs> I just really think people, it goes down to having fun and they're willing to take the chance to enjoy life and continue it, whatever, and get laid or whatever. So I, I, think, yeah. I think, I think they're willing to take that chance. But, you know, that really basically boils it down. I mean, the way you, it's the way you said it. It's a final word, yeah, right? They it. have to keep the species going, and they're willing to risk <laughs> the whole species to do that. Yeah, they got to do it. But you and want... they don't know what they're doing. Like, they just think they want to go dancing, but truly that's what's going on. Yeah. A few layers down. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. got to, got to. You know, that's that's where it's all at, you know, so that's what it does. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about the real estate market and things that are going on, and, and it's obviously a seller's market. If you got a, if you got a house, people are trying to dump those quick. The problem is, is when you dump your house, I found this out a couple times, is people can't get into something else for the right price. So when right. you think about dumping it, you got to think about what I'm going to go into. And not everybody's got parents they want to live with. So, you know... That's that's a little bit of a difference, but the inventory is is real low here. So I mean, I went on the line the other day, and I'm trying to find a young couple, nice couple, a house in Golden Gate or anywhere, anywhere in Collier County for around three hundred thousand dollars. Shannon, there's nothing out there. Nothing. The ones I've looked at are dumps for like two seventy eight, 
to 289. You go out there, and, and, and I'm putting contracts in on these things, and there's bidding wars. It's, it's crazy. It's insane. Well, and it's tough for them because they're a couple, and so they just have to find a place together. But have you ever heard of the term hobosexual? No, but I'm really interested in what that means. <laughs> hobosexual. So I, you got to so fill me in on this. It's when where you live is determined by your relationship. And so if you're single and you're like in between houses, like you sold your condo and you haven't found something, then you, know, you might want to shack up with your boyfriend for a while. I actually have a couple of, of friends that are doing that. They've sold their places and really accelerated unhealthy relationships so that they can <laughs> live with the guy for a while. Right. Get a test and drive said, it before you buy it, right? Right. And I said, you know, that's, called like being a hobosexual. They, they, they took it really offensively. Now, I have been a hobosexual before, and, you know, there's no shame in that, um, at least for me, but a lot of things don't shame me, and I guess that's not normal. But so, yeah, so this couple is going to have a harder time unless they want to split up for a while and take their chances on housing until you find them something appropriate. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to have to go back to each one of them and tell them, hey, listen, you know, I could probably find you something if you do the hobosexual route and uh, right. i explain it to them i give them actually i give them a card when you know it's like foster kids yeah, like yeah, we yeah, want yeah. to keep you together but that doesn't look like it's gonna happen right now give it six months and we'll see what we can find you know do you really want to you don't really <laughs> we're gonna to keep looking it. yeah we're gonna keep looking no that's great that's great no that's, that's perfect um so yeah so everything's going good and i really want to you know have you on a lot and i was just telling you a little bit before you came on um, about the studio, Studio uh, 239, and we're up in at the Vanderbilt shops, shops of Vanderbilt at Airport and Vandy. It's coming along good. I'm hoping probably by uh, February 1st, I'm thinking we're going to be moving in, and it's got a great podcast studio. It's got a great training center. It's got all kinds of cool things, and, and we're really looking forward to it, and we're going to have um, some grand openings we're going to invite a bunch of different people to come check it out and obviously you're going to be there and uh you know we Are want you to come in snacks? snacks wine snacks uh cheese crackers the whole night we're gonna have it all we're gonna have it all but not cheese in the can right like no. i don't need super fancy cheese no 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 it, it, it'll be what do they call that when they get the little board what is that can you i, I can't never i can never say that word charcuterie there you go yeah we might try some of that stuff that's good yeah, it's that's cheese and crackers to normal people. I don't know how <laughs> everything has a fancy name and everything's on a board and then everything's deconstructed. What's up with that? Like, remember, well, I think maybe that's older, like 10 years ago. Oh, this is our deconstructed salad. Like, this is a hunk of lettuce that is not cut up in a big tomato. That it's, you a chunk want of, to it's a chunk of shit that they put together and that's it. Yeah. Right? That's exactly. If you, so you don't have a sous chef is basically what you're telling me and you're going to call this deconstructed and send it out. <laughs> That's Although exactly. that's better than the places where you have to cook your own meat. Like, that is insane. I don't like that either. You know, I don't either because no matter what I do with steaks, like, I, I, like I, I try to get it medium, right? So if I go in and get a steak and I ask for it medium, they usually do a pretty good job. But if I do it myself at home, I'm like, fudge, I freaking cooked it too yeah. much, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And I love my steak, and so I feel like I'm – you know, like I'm burning the sacred animal. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. I know. Like, it. It's a horrible offense to this 
cow. Yes. And yeah, so I want yeah. it to be done right. And yeah. so I want someone else to do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, and the thing is, too, I, I like to sit down and eat and let somebody serve me when I go out to eat. You know, I, I do. You like to be served like a king? I, I do. I want someone to come over, <laughs> chop a steak like down. Rub your feet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could you do my feet for me real quick? I'm going to go ahead and eat my steak. But no, it, it helps out a little bit. It helps out a little bit. But no, I mean, because I, I, go, I go to see the table and I do like going over to the meat section, picking out a piece of steak or, or a nice piece of meat, go over and have them cook it and then eat it. But I don't really like doing it myself because, shit, I would have stayed home. You know, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you so. know, Publix will do shrimp for you, but they they won't do a steak. Well, maybe like, they would steam it like they do the shrimp, but they will steam shrimp for you for free. Did okay, you know that? I didn't know that. I didn't. What about the lobsters? Do you know they do those too? No. Oh, jeez. No, I don't, but they don't supply, like, leases for them. So I, you take them home live and, like, carry them in a bag instead of walking them. Like, how do you transport a lobster? In a bag. Yeah, you stuff them all in, and you hope they don't die on the way because, you know, I'm from Maine. We, I mean, lobsters. You hope they don't die on the way because you want this thrill of killing them? No, it's just when they die and you put them in the pot, they have a different taste to them after. I don't know, that kind of gross you out, but it, it has a different they taste. Scream? To you. Do they make a little yeah, noise? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. If you if you put the water hot enough, you don't really hear anything, you know, but if you just got it lukewarm, it's a problem. <laughs> it's like you got uh, the poor lobsters. The they poor have those lobsters. little eyes looking at you. Oh, poor things. They taste so good. They taste so good. Yeah, they taste so good. Well, Shannon, it's been great. So um, I'm going to get you back probably. We'll probably try to do something maybe this week or not this week, maybe next week. And then, uh, you know, it's always good to have you on. You got a lot of good good information. Do you know how much I learned today? I mean, I homosexual, um, a couple different things. I mean, what was oh, oh homosexual. The, no, but the, call, the, right? yeah, the, the true root, the true root of all the covid shit going on in the country is is because people want to get laid so we figured that out right so yeah, they're not patriots they're all just warning. yeah yeah it's, that's the way it works so <laughs> well anyways um it's been great having you on you're you're awesome and always fun and uh 239 uncensored everything southwest florida and beyond and we are help me help me we are out we are out <laughs>